Alright guys, welcome along. Um, our first sort of admin yak chat for the year that we've decided to stream um, and share with you guys. seconds guys sorry i've got the other one going sorry about that guys audio is coming back through on me um yeah so everyone welcome we're just going to work through sort of tonight um some questions and try and give some answers and go through some rounds of where we're going to head to and um sort of give an idea on the purpose of the night and what we want to achieve we're trying to sort of get more in touch with the members a little bit and give you guys more information about the rounds and maybe some tips and tricks on how to fish them um, some things that worked some things that don't work over the past years um, this year we've got all states other than SA doing a brim for their first round so information across the board will be pretty well shared around and um, might get a bit of something out of every state so we'll work through it bit by bit and if you guys have got any questions throughout the night just um, jump into the comments and we can go through them and we can direct them to where we are if you do have a question guys that's state specific state what state you want to sort of aim that at if you can because i don't know everyone obviously that's in the chat so i can try and direct it where it needs to go and um, we'll work through from there so we'll probably head over to lippy for a minute and see if he's got anything that's coming up anything he wants to talk about uh from yak hunters at a national standpoint and go from there Awesome. Thanks, Matt. And, um, mate, appreciate you uh, running this cool little setup. Um, first one of these we've actually done from the Kayak Fishing Series page, and I guess it's the team collectively as a whole. Um, so, yeah, really, really liking this chat. I hope the, the watchers out there do too. Um, and as you said, mate, we'll endeavour to answer any questions from the participants about the, uh, the series rounds, about the upcoming round two um, on the 7th of May. And if there's anything wider than that about the series itself or about yak hunters, um, yeah, really use this chat, guys, to throw your questions at us. We'll answer them as best as we can. Uh, so I guess, firstly, from a yak hunter's point of view, um, pretty exciting round two is coming up for uh, the series ahead in 2023. We had some decent numbers for round one. Um, round two, we've had some strange weather across the, uh, the, the country. I know here in Queensland, uh, it's been blowing its guts up with strong southerly winds. And whilst it's not good for some fishing, it also helps other types of fishing um, by pushing in bait fish, you know, cooling down that water temperature. Uh, so I think for the brim round coming up in Queensland, it's going to be pretty good uh, condition-wise for our fishers. So that's good. Um, from a wider point of view for Yakons itself, we've got some exciting things in the works for this year. We are very, very close to launching our brand new Yakons Fishing Club. Um, some of you guys have had a little taste of it already. It's not quite ready just yet. Uh, we're putting the last sort of perfecting touches on it before we open up to everyone. But look, it's jam-packed full of features. There's some really good interactive forums on there. Stacks of benefits for members and a brand new uh, community fish finder function we're working on where yakanas from across Australia can share where they've been catching fish, help each other out, and then associated with that is some cool little achievements um, on your personal profile that you can unlock as you catch certain fish. We'll have record holders from across the country. So very, very exciting um, stuff in the works for yakanas in terms of our brand new fishing club. 
and we'll announce that a little bit closer to um, our launch date. But yeah, pretty excited, Matt, for some uh, for some things in the works in addition to the series, of course. So I know you were doing a little bit of sort of testing on that a few weeks ago. So will that be completely web-based when that comes out or will it be app-based in the end? Uh, so look, in the meantime, it will be um, mostly mobile web-based. So you'll use okay. your phone. It'll run through our website, mostly for your profile stuff. We will still use the app. Um, some of you guys remember we used to use the app for the comps. Um, so we've taken that out now, obviously. We've gone back to the manual scoring. That was mainly a decision from the admin teams across the country and also the members. Um, you know, you guys preferred that live sort of weighing um, the announcement of the results and the surprise at the end. So we've gone back to that format, which has been quite successful in doing so. Um, but moving ahead, we will use the app for you to submit your fish when you're out fishing by yourself or just socially. And what that will then do is almost feed fish into your members' profile, which will then register any sort of records, any of your PVs. You'll also have your own personal fishing log. So when you log into your profile, the members will be able to see when they've caught fish, at what time they've caught fish. They'll put notes on what lures have caught the fish. So you'll get a full personalized history of your fishing records in specific locations, which is super, super helpful for you to refer back to when you've caught fish, how you've caught fish, and also that can be shared amongst the wider community. So yeah, moving forward, it's gonna be a really good tool for uh, just increasing that data and that sharing capacity that we love in the group so much. Is, you know, There's no secrets here. We all share um, some pretty cool information. So this is just gonna empower that a little bit more. So yeah, really uh, looking forward to that one to come. Yeah, perfect. So what we might sort of do, we might move over to Tyke and we'll start talking through the rounds and what we've got coming up. So um, we'll try and cover off some of the areas maybe to target some standout lures or techniques that have been working or have worked in the past and maybe how the area's been fishing, Ty, and what you've seen uh, on some of the local fishing reports or knowledge that you might have to share with some of the guys that might be their first event uh, or might even be their first time chasing brim. So if we can just maybe go over a little bit of coverage on that and go from there. Yeah, sounds good. So um, Paradise Point, I've never actually fished there before. Um, yeah, obviously canals and pontoons and all that sort of stuff. So I'd imagine you know, the brim are gonna be held up in all the structure and that. So, um, you know, stuff like your crank crabs and little tiny crank baits like the pro lure, you know, that sort of stuff. I think, do, um, so do you guys go with like stick minnows and stuff like that on the structure to try and encourage the brim, like those little uh, 38 millimeter stick minnows and stuff like that? Do you use that around Queensland for the brim? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, it depends a lot on the water as well, like, you know, whether whether your water's crystal clear or you've got a bit of dirty water or... Um, I've, I've found in the really clean water... It's really hard to get a bite sometimes, you know, so you've got to, I find those cranky crabs sometimes are the only thing that will, you know, even get touched. You literally just flick them right in hard into the structure and just hang on and best, really. <laughs> yep, yep. Try and pull them out from the structure before they break you off. Yeah, that's it. But if, if they're on the chew, you know, you can, like, 
your little minnows and stuff and stick baits and stuff, they'll come out and smash it. Yeah. That, yep. that really depends on the day, I guess, and yeah. Yeah, well, Steve's, not... just, Steve's just put a come up here more on the boat hulls, so I'm guessing it means more for the stick minnows and stuff like that are more for your boat hulls and stuff like that, whereas the crabs are more for your jetties and structure yeah. that's more solid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember went to a round uh, a couple of years ago. It was a brim comp down at Foster, and literally they would not touch anything with this fish. It was crystal clear water, and, you know, I'd gone down to four-pound litre. I had, I'd, I did get a couple of fish on little crankbaits, like a clear, like um, translucent body stuff, but even that was a struggle, and then I eventually went with the crabs, and I was just flicking them in under the racks, and, yeah, I lost, you know, hundreds of metres a litre, but I ended up getting a couple of fish. <laughs> yep, no, look, that's the main thing. The end goal is for everyone to get a couple of fish and everyone has a good time out in the water. That's the whole goal at the end of the day, so... Yeah, that's yeah. right. So there's some key sort of info for some of the guys, you know, stock up on your cranker crabs and um, make sure you at least got a couple in the kayak for the weekend. Um, I found the little grubs work as well. If you go really, really light jig heads... And you, you basically don't even have to work them. If you can flick them right in where the brim is sitting and even, you know, just like dead sticking it, even a tiny little twitch, and, you know, yep. if it's right pace, they'll grab it. Yeah, right. Perfect. Um, so from a perspective for the rest of the year, obviously we've still got all the two rounds, but do you guys have any social events or anything sort of in the works or in the calendar at the moment that you're trying to work on or any camping trips or anything coming up? Uh, I think we do. I'm not entirely too sure on what is coming up. <laughs> no, that's all right. This is the purpose opportunity for other people to uh, to get involved a bit here too and maybe push the button a little bit and uh, you guys that are watching, you know, ask some questions to these admins at the end, guys. Questions that you might want to see. You might have an area you want to do a trip. These guys might be able to make it happen. They may, may have a weekend free that they can plan it. So if you're watching... You know, ask at the end of these questions when we get to the end and, you know, put Ty on the spot a little bit and see if you can get some of the admins to maybe do a social trip for you. I'll help him out. We do have a social trip this weekend. Oh, this weekend? <laughs> Shit. Yeah, yeah, All right. He's, he's <laughs> so, yep. um, it's a week before the um, the competition, obviously, but uh, it was voted by the page members uh, for that weekend. Yep. So, what we're trying to do is, um, obviously, we have the competitions, which are great, you know, to test your skill and... Um, pit your, your skill against other anglers and, and get a chance to win prizes. But we're also starting to increase just our social weekends. And all these weekends are, is ideally a camp out, fellow yak hunters, there is no entry cost apart from your camp fees. It's just going out and catching up with other fellow yak hunters, going for a fish and camping, having a fire, all the social stuff with no prizes and no competition. So if you aren't yet ready to, you know, um, pay an entry fee and pit your skill against other anglers in a competition format, um, we highly suggest come to the social weekends, meet some fellow friends, catch up with mates, just have a fish and a laugh. Um, they really are good weekends, and we are looking to make a lot more of these as the year goes on. So, um, yeah, do keep your eyes on the page. We will have more of these um, coming up in the few months. Yeah, and look, from Victoria's standpoint, um, some of our new members this year actually came from some of our social trips last year. Um, they were a bit unsure, they didn't know anyone, so coming along to a social trip where they could do just the day or they could camp the night, um, 
actually got those guys a bit more comfortable and they've started attending the events this year. So it's been good to see some some new new faces to the competition, but not necessarily new faces to the group. Steve's also just mentioned uh, State of Origin. Do you or Ty want to talk about that? Have you got State of Origin around coming up? We do. So we it was kind of in the works, but um, we are looking at a State of Origin event um, between Queensland and New South Wales. And we're currently looking at a location, a two to three day camp out, um, approximately halfway between Sydney and Brisbane. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you will probably know the area we're talking about. Um, but this would be a good event. And what we're looking at doing is um, getting sort of 20 first side, okay, Queensland and New South Wales, getting the jerseys on, the full kit and caboodle, um, team versus team. And it will probably be a full camp out weekend where two states will pit their skill as teams against each other for a series of points. Um, so we used to run state of origin competitions years ago for our hunters. Uh, we haven't really done them for a while, but we're looking at bringing back the BIF, bringing back the state of origin. Uh, so we're going to test that out, see how it goes. And if this works well and the guys like it, we'll definitely do more of this um, around the country and with the other states as well. So, yeah, definitely a little, uh, little space to watch this year. Uh, should be inter- interesting. Yeah, perfect. And I think that's the key to everyone watching at home as well, guys. The more you get involved, the more we do. We see more numbers at... Uh, it drives us to do a little bit more and you know the camping trips the social fishing and the more people that contribute the more people that attend that shows us that you guys want that and we're more prepared to um, put that stuff on we want to see you guys have a good time as well as us so yeah so where we might go we might drop down to you john and um we'll go through your round and where you guys are at um same sort of deal we'll cover off how the area is fishing uh is there any standout lures or techniques that you've used or you know that work in those areas um i know talking with a few of the boys blake and that they said we're always sort of i think structure based more um than like Mm. your flats and stuff like that so if you just want to give us a rundown on that yes sure well thank you matthew for organizing tonight and welcome to anybody who's online and um and joined us to listen so yeah look new south wales are heading to woi woi um we're launching out of Woi Woi Rubber, the whole, pretty much the whole Brisbane waters up to the Rip Bridge is open for fishing. And um, yeah, look, it is, Matthew. It, it, it is, I guess, a very structure-based fishery, but it's not It's not the only means of, of targeting bream. You know, we're coming into a, a time of year where the water's cooling pretty rapidly. And um, I think the beauty of a place like this is there's something to suit everybody's style of fishing. Um, you know, and the brim are entering that, I guess you'd call it a pre-spawn phase at the moment. So they're likely to be congregating in certain areas and not others. Um, you know, anybody who's fished within the last couple of weeks is probably going to have a little bit more of an idea than those of us who haven't been able to, to, to make it up there. So we're launching out of Lions Park, which is, I, I guess, a fairly central location between Gosford on, on the upstream side and um, down towards the Rip Bridge on the other side. And whichever direction you head, you've got pontoons, you've got poles and hard structure. There are a couple of bridges to look at. There's endless oyster racks and leases. There are deeper channels. There's God knows how many moored boats. Um, and then there are some deeper areas, which I wouldn't be surprised if a number of the people end up targeting given the time of year that we're into. So, 
yeah, I, I guess you're looking at either targeting hard structure um, or fishing that deeper water and looking for schools and that. Yeah, okay. So this time of year, I suppose, it's shown Deethy's made it come very popular again, but the River to Sea baby vibe, I'm guessing, would probably be a bit of a standout at the moment. And I've seen Adam's been posting quite a bit um, that he's been getting a yeah. lot of fish using at the moment. So I'm guessing this time of year up there, that would be a, a pretty solid lure to be throwing around in the deeper water and yeah, look, working uh, 100%. that. 100%. I only had this conversation with Adam this morning. It's a lure I've been using since 2020 or thereabouts. And um, I guess initially people associate a lure like that with a winter bite, um, throwing it into a little bit deeper water, working it that little bit slower and targeting boat holes and, and boat mooring box. But I think, you know, given the exposure that that lure's had and, and the number of people that are using it, and if you have a look at some of those videos on fishing.com.au's channel, you, you'll see that it's a lure that can be thrown anywhere. And it's not, you know, for, for people who are just sort of entering brim fishing, it's not a particularly difficult lure to fish. So they're 35 mil long. They come unrigged. We would suggest putting a size 14 decoy, at least on the back um, or the back and the front. But more and more people are just using them rigged at the back only and another split ring on the toe point, which is important, the size zero split ring. And so long as you're chucking it close enough to the structure that you want to fish, you don't actually have to put any uh, action onto that lure at all. If it's a pontoon that you're casting at, you want to get it right in alongside it or behind it. If it's a pole that you're fishing, you're looking to cast a little bit upstream of it, let it sort of sink down with that, that current and run along past it. If it's a boat you're targeting, you can either go alongside the hull or to the mooring box. But you know, I've fished them on flats up at the Gold Coast. I've fished them across weed beds. It, it really is a versatile lure. Little bit of a shop hop, I should say, not a shop. Little bit of a hop and a shake, and pauses on the bottom. Um, you know, and that loud rattle that's in them will, will, will generally get bites if there are fish in the area. Um, as far as other lures at the moment, um, I've got to give. So there, there are a couple of sponsors I'd like to shout out to in just a sec. But Pro Lure, as you guys know, they've worked with us with Yak Hunters for so long, and they really are the benchmark in small crankbaits. Um, both the shallow and deep, the F36 and D36, uh, you know, they'll, they'll be in play this time of year too, whether you're cranking along a bridge pylon, cranking the boat hull, cranking pontoons and rails. Um, you know, I'm, I, I fish shallows probably a bit more than I fish deep. The colours to look at would be combat. That new watermelon, I haven't used it yet, but I've been itching to, to give it a throw. It's outstanding in matte black. They're versatile colours to suit a, a number of different, um, I guess, shades of water, you, you could say. I don't know how clear the water is likely to be. We do have a 9.30 high tide on the day, so that cleaner water will be pushing up into the system. But, yeah, the Pro Lure cranks in those three colours. For people that haven't thrown crankbaits before or are looking for a bit of a pointer, there's nothing that's really rocket science around them. It's just a, a, a dead slow retrieve or a slow roll would be the most common way to fish them in and around structure over the top of weed beds. Um, for those that are looking to explore the oyster leases or the shallow weed and, and see if there are fish feeding in that ultra shallow water, Prolo will now make the XS or the, or, or the extra shallow 36. Now that runs about 15 centimetres or so below the surface. It's been a dynamite lure for brim. I've got bass on it and a number of other fish, but for brim it's been an absolute cracker in recent times. Um, now, for those on the New South Wales page, they would have seen an ad go up today. I can't pick them all up, but Outback Brimmer baits 
have put a prize pack together of six of their muffs, their heavy muffs. Um, you probably can't see them given the light on them, but he's done custom colours, so colours that haven't been released before. And um, they go really well up there, really, really well. And again, the, the secret to muffs or the, the places that I will fish them will be that hard structure. I'll look for poles, primarily poles and bridge pylons. Um, and again, nothing too difficult about it. I'll chuck them as close as I can to that structure with the tide coming towards me so that they're sinking to the bottom as best they can in line with the structure. You know, so if you're on a bridge pylon, you're sitting on the down current side of it, fairly close to it, you're casting up alongside that bridge pylon as close as you can, and you're letting the lure sink on a relatively tight line, keeping in touch with it, watching how that line is laid on the water. Um, I've found brim not to peck at mussels as much as they would on something like a cranker crab. It's generally a bit of a rattle and then a clunk or just a solid whack and they're on. Um, they tend to hit mussels fairly aggressively. So that's that's another option to use. And cranker crab's been mentioned. That's a little bit of work at all times of the year, somewhere like Brisbane waters. And again, grubs, uh, aquas, eco gear aquas. I fish them unweighted in and around the poles and the oyster rats and the shallow weed with kind of a little pop and a skitter across the surface and just letting them wipe down naturally on a weedless hook. For those that are fishing the deeper water, blades like the Pro Lure 35 blade, um, and paddle tail, so minnow style soft plastics in the two and a half to three inch range, something like a Z-Man Slim Swims or a bait chunky minnow on a little bit heavier head, a 1.8, um, even a 1.6 if you're fishing deeper water and there's some current. Once you've found some bait and schools in an area of four to seven meters, um, that's, a, that, that's an ideal lure to sort of prospect in, in that kind of water at this time of year. So yeah, to, to recap, the Outback Brimmer Baked Mass, uh, the Pro Lure Shallow and Deep 36 Cranks. Um, where did I start? The River to Sea Baby Vibe, and you can jump onto fishing.com.au and um, and get any of those lures. So I'm not sure if I'm right here, John, but does mm. Adam have a deal going at the moment where he's running a bit of in-house comp with that River to Sea Baby Vibe as well? If anyone win wins a comp or something using it, takes a photo uh, in a competition, is that right at the moment where... He's, he's got a voucher or some sort of... I'm not sure. I've, I've heard it, but I haven't fully caught it. Yeah, he, he, he did. And Adam, if you're listening, I might need you to comment below. Andrew Deep um, took that out, but I believe something's okay. happening around that. Yeah, um, right. Okay. I wasn't sure. I, I hadn't heard, so I wasn't 100% sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. But um, look, if anyone wants any information on how to work any of those lures, like I'm not... Obviously, I'm not the world's greatest... Grim fishermen, I've done okay up there in the past. Um, so if any of the listeners, listeners want to direct message me, um, I'm more than happy to share some whatever info I can. Um, yeah, look, I think I mentioned we have a 9.30 high tide. So we've got, you know, we'll be launching at 7 o'clock is going to be this, this launch. The briefing will be at half past 6. So we'd encourage people to get there by 6 o'clock at the latest, be unpacked, be ready to go. Um, for all Yak Hunters events, attending the briefing is mandatory to be able to fish on that day. And then at seven o'clock, we'll be off and running. Off the water by three. As Lippy pointed out, we'll be having a manual weigh-in. Um, so yeah, so I would, I would encourage anybody fishing down the front to be mindful of the tide and the current. It's not the most powerful current in Brisbane waters, but it can be if you're in that area around the Rip Bridge. 
um, especially if you're in a paddle kayak as opposed to a pedal one, just be mindful of the time that you need to get back. Um, everybody does need to be back on shore by the time the, that, that stop fishing happens, which is three o'clock. Otherwise, you can be penalised. Um, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. That's a great rundown. So we've got a really good rundown for the guys. And if you did miss it, guys, don't forget, this video will go live. So you can go back and watch it again if you missed anything that John's saying also. That's right. Can I just give um, a quick shout out to a couple of our other sponsors? Can go I for it, mate. That's okay. No, also, go for it, just, I'm excited because we've got some great prizes for this round. So you'd all be familiar with Dizzy Scent. Dizzy Scent joined us uh, for Foster last year and has come on board up in New South Wales for every, um, for every round. So what we've got, this is just one of many bags of the Clamor Jam scent. There's a 10 mil sample, um, free for everybody who's entered. Um, first place to third place in both Amateur Staff and, um, and Elite will receive a full prize pack of 30 mil tubes. Hunter Water Sports, um, we're very, we've always been grateful for their support. First to third uh, place in either the Amateur or the Elite once the prize pool get put together there'll be vouchers from those guys uh fishing.com.au have have contributed as well new age fishing all of you will know brent benson brent's been a generous and loyal supporter of yak hunters as well there'll be a new age fishing voucher there o l pest control have contributed 250 dollars for the prize pool as has harry court who's a country singer and a great friend of yak hunters so on top of all the national sponsors like freak sports tackle club uh Tonic, Burley Pro, FPV. If I'm missing anybody, I apologise, but we're, you know, we're so well supported by our sponsors. Um, I think one thing that's that's interesting for this round, guys, the winner of this Brim round, I may be wrong on this, but I believe will be invited to appear on the Brim Fishing Project to have a chat with Andrew D. Um, yeah, so we, we, you know, we, we still have a lot of room for people to enter. If anybody's on the fence, would encourage you to put your your, to your registrations in. Um, we'd love to see you. It's, it, it's a great environment, like Luke said. It's you know it's a place for families. It's a place for serious fishers as well. There are two categories. We welcome everybody, so we'd love to see you there on the day. Yeah, that's great. Look, and as you've said and covered, mate, without the sponsors, none of this happens. Um, you don't get the great prize packs. We don't get the events and. You know, it's an added bonus, but it's also a good community for everyone to get involved in with yak hunters as well um, and make some new friends. You know, I, I started fishing yak hunters four years ago, basically through COVID. And when I started fishing, I didn't have any friends that fished out of a kayak. And over the years, it's grown and it's helped. And the sponsors obviously make it a bit more enticing for you to go and get along and get some prizes and get involved. But at the end of the day, I've made some really good friends out of it. So it's a key point to just try and get in there and get involved with everyone and have a go. Absolutely. So most of my best friends these days have come from Yak Hunters, Matt. So wonderful, yeah. wonderful community. Yeah. So um, just quickly, have you got anything coming up social-wise or any camping trips or anything like that? We don't have any camping trips yet, but it is something that we may look to organise a little bit more towards spring. Yep. We do have the Pro Lua Winter Brim Series through, through, it's part of the Yak Hunters Kayak Fishing Series, but not, not one of the four rounds. Um, the dates haven't been set for that, so that's something to keep an eye out for going into winter. Yeah, right. Um, Scott Barrett, you've put a comment on there about a Fish of the Month prize pack, mate. Do you want to just state which state that's for? Sorry, I don't know. Do any that's of you guys? That's for you guys? Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Scotty will get you looked after, mate, okay? Yeah, he just asks about the Malway Fish of the Month prize, mate. Too easy. Yeah. All right, so 
from there, I suppose we'll drop down into Vic, which is my part Brendan was on, but I think he's where he is. He doesn't have very good reception, so I have a feeling he's dropped out. So for the Vic guys, we're fishing Hopkins, and for you guys, you would have seen my post a little bit earlier. Um, I'm going to give you guys a bit of an insight. I fished it this morning, so I went for a little <laughs> sneaky pre-fish while I had the day off before this to give some information. Um, so basically, guys, I found the fish had schooled up. So normally we fish it a little bit earlier in the year um, and they've spread out, whereas they were quite schooled up and the bigger fish were on the edge of those schools. Standout lure was probably a slow rolling minnow style hard body. Any of those double clutch 48s, um, your pro lure cranks worked as well in the extra shallow on the edges, on the rocky edges. So they worked well for us. Um, also the two and a half inch grub worked as well. Uh, one of our sponsors down here, Munro's, his little paddle tails that he's got for any of the guys in Vic, if you reach out to him, he has a specific new one that isn't out on the market in shops, I think, just yet, but he has offered it to members. So if you have a look, he will sell you a small pack of sample ones to try. Um, and yeah, they were a standout as well. Uh, Water-wise, it was, it was a little dirty. Um, I think with the rain they've had down in Vic for the last couple of weeks, it did dirty the water up a little bit. But again, that edge bite this morning was good. And then obviously it was a deep bite after that. So back down into your vibes. And I used the River to see Baby Vibe. I got a couple on that this morning as well. Um, and working your structure with crabs and the outback from a bait, your little musk as well worked really well. So um, for those guys that have, I know there was a lot. The Caravan Park have been in contact with me. I booked... Uh, 14 sites at the caravan park for the Vic guys and I think there was only one or two that weren't taken as of this morning so I don't know the numbers don't quite match up I don't think with what we've got entered but potentially this week should be a good week so I'm going to remind all the Vic guys Sunday night midnight is your last chance to enter guys get your entries in get them in as quick as you can it helps us secure the numbers and from an admin's perspective it um, means we can get everything ready for the comp and focus on the comp for the week running up to and making sure everyone has a good time so yeah if you can guys make sure you get those entries in uh from upcoming trips and social perspective for us uh we do have a camping trip in mind we haven't picked a location yet um it's normally i do one around august for our guys in vic and we go try and chase some of those big cod and try and get a couple of meteries um working through it at the moment i'm working around the round three and where we can go. So I'm looking at something in around June uh, for the Vic guys to see, but it is winter, so it does make it a little bit difficult with the weather down here. We can get three seasons in a day pretty quick. So, yeah. So that's pretty much it for Vic. So what we might do is we'll move over to Nikki and Chad at SA. And if you guys want to give us a run through, because you guys are the only ones that aren't doing broom for this round. So give us a rundown and uh, go through the round and where we're, where you're staying maybe. Uh, guessing you guys are probably camping as well as some of the Vic guys would be in other states. So give us a rundown where you guys are camping and some standout lures techniques maybe for your round. First of all, most of our guys won't be camping. We're very lucky to um, have permission from SA Water to hold the event at the South Tower Reservoir. Um, as you would know, being from Victoria, the River Murray is only just starting to fish again after all the floods that we had down here. So unfortunately, when we did the dates and everything, um, we didn't know if we were going to be in flood or not. So we we sought um, permission to go into a couple of the resis 
instead. Been very lucky with that. Yeah. Yep. So this round we're fishing callet, yellow belly, golden perch, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> um, usually we would fish these in round one, but again, given that uh, we didn't know what condition the river was going to be in, we pushed it out um, to round two. It's going to be a bit of a challenge, I think, for the guys. Um, water temps starting to drop, and the callet like to go to sleep. So it'll be interesting. Yep, that, that sounds like it's going to uh, make it an interesting weekend. It might be uh, similar to, I think, New South Wales last year had a, a weekend where they went for Yellow Bowie and it was a bit of tough fishing as well uh, mm. for most of the guys. And I think Lippy attended that one as well from memory because that was we got cancelled due to floods and I was trying to score a day off to zip up to New South for a fish. So, <laughs> yeah, right. The, so the lucky, thing, the lucky thing for us at the moment is that if the caliper's starting to slow down, our secondary species, redfin, are yep. pretty much firing up at the moment. Yep. We've had a couple of mates and grab large some redfin. huge redfin. Real good, like high, mid, mid to high 40 in the yep, South right. at the moment. So, so, so what's been the standout lure for that, guys? Because I'm guessing redfin's your secondary species for this round. Is that right? Yep. yep, so so do you want to run through maybe a couple of lures for the guys that may not have fished it before just to cover off some basic lures? Nikki's obviously got so, some prepared uh, earlier content there for us. So My go-to lures are the Daiwa RPM crankbaits. Yep. Um, they have won me lots of competitions, freshwater yep. fishing comps, um, and they work extremely well in the reservoirs for me. Um, yep. It's just this unique sound that they have in them and the, the different variety of colours that you get depending on the colour of the water. Um, if you're looking for them in the shops, they're now called Daiwa Daiwa Speed. They've been renamed. So um, Daiwa Australia re-released them under the name of Daiwa Speed. Um, they've still got the, they still hold the RPM name, but they've just been renamed under Speed. Um, there's a few extra colours that are possibly going to be getting released too later on in the year, which is really, really good for the reservoirs um, because they'll go really, really well. I've actually been fortunate enough to test them. Um, do some okay. testing in the reservoirs, so that's looking forward to them getting released. Um, but yeah, they work really well. Just a slow roll right on the edges. They dive to about three metres. Um, but if you're trolling, like the amateurs are able to troll. So if you're trolling, you can actually, depending on how much line you let, let out, will adjust the depth of the lure. So is that for Redfin and for the Co-op as well? They're both taking the same lure at the moment? You're not finding yeah, any... Dis yeah. yeah, okay, cool. So and basically... The large, the large Redfin will take those on the troll and on the cast as well. The yeah, okay. The you can try with Redfin too is just a vibe. Um, a small Savage Gear vibe. Stuff them down, they'll even take the, that as well. Pro Lure, B35 vibes, they work really well as well. Or a Mazzy yeah, vibe, okay. anything with noise or yeah. colour. Yeah. Do you guys find, in Vic, I know... Um, we target a lot of our yellow belly with the Jackal TN60s and TN50s and stuff like that. Do you guys use those at all in SA? For... They're not really that popular here. No. Yeah, okay. I mean, people, do, people do use them in the Murray, but um, like in, in Timber, but not so much in the reservoirs. Yeah, okay. Really uh, the, um, the RPMs. Yeah, well. most of, most of Vic's a... yellow belly fishing is in the Murray River or the reaches of the Murray and the off-channels and stuff, so... For us, it's, um, they're really popular up here, so I was just curious on that one. We've got a lot of local um, lure makers as well, Tucker Time Lures, Chamo's Lures, specifically LJ Lures. LJ lures. Um, we all run those sorts of lures in the reservoirs as well. They're all locally made. And they've, they've all been proven to work as well, so we sort of support the local lure makers yep. here in South Australia, and they support they support us and the Yak Hunters as well. So. Yep, cool. 
Okay. Um, so for you guys, have you got any social trips planned or thinking of any social or camping trips coming up? Um, just back to the resi for a minute, Matt. Oh, yeah. Um, no because worries. We're, because we're in a reservoir, um, we can't actually get in there until 7.30 in the morning. So right. don't go knocking on the door at 6 because you won't get in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Radio. So it means that we'll probably be off the water about 4. It'll give us... It's going to be tight to pack up and get out of there because it's it shut, shut at five. Because we're out of daylight savings time. Because generally they'll, they'll open the gates, like shut the gates at 8 p.m. Yep. Now they've brought it back three hours for daylight savings finishing. So it means we have to be our presentations done, packed up, and out of there by five o'clock. So. I mean, our guys yeah, are pretty okay. good. So if they can be, you know, halfway set up by the time they get there, that'd be awesome. Yeah. 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 Uh, Ho uh, Lopez, sorry, I'm dyslexic, so excuse this bit. Jose Lopez, you've written uh, any metal blades any good for? Um, guessing that's aimed at Nikki and stuff. Are you asking as in what metal blades? Jose's from New South Wales, man. Is it? Okay, no worries. I'm glad you guys yeah. can pick up your members. It's a bit easier. <laughs> the other thing, too, is that we've seen an increase in um, members who were sitting on the fence. You know, do I, don't I, do I, don't I? Yeah, and maybe a little bit socially awkward, sort of like... Um, um, anxiety. Anxiety, sort of anxiety and stuff like that. So we're actually looking possibly, either this year or next year, um, doing one of those mental health camp weekends as well. Yep, yep. Because um, I think it would definitely be beneficial for a few members and for pretty much the outcome for the community in general, just to get yeah, out. Yeah, definitely. And, um, and, and people that are sitting on the fence and aren't quite sure about going into the competitive side of things, can come along, meet everyone, see how sort of laid back, and you know we're not we're not um, competing for sheep stations. You know, what I mean we're sort of just a social fun event, and then they can come along and try it out and have a bit of yeah. a social fish. I mean, I was one of those people not that long ago that was sitting on the fence going, "I am not going to be fishing with yeah. people like Chad Soap and Neil Palm and Matt Binney because what's the point?" But you know what? Those guys have all taught me stuff and still continue to teach me stuff and they'll do the same with everyone else as well mm. so you know we highly encourage people to come and join and see what it's all about i'm happy to sit on the bank and chat to them or, or follow them around or, or whatever you know so chad follow the other yeah. guys as we're, well we're pretty much open book so anyone very approachable anyone that wants to ask questions you know i've come across a lot of people out fishing reservoirs that just come up come up approach me mm. ask me things i'm more than happy to help people if they need it yeah so. No, definitely. And I think that's even that mental health weekend, I think maybe as a group, it might even be something we can all look at for every state to try and organize either a day fish or something. I think that's a really good thing to do. Um, you know, our camp out that we did last year was just pretty much, we, it was open to everyone, but we had a really good time and the boys got around the fire and a few things were shared. And yeah, as a group, sometimes you don't know what's going on in people's lives and a, a group that they can just sit around and vent or have an outing can be a really big thing for some people for mental health and getting out and being supported in a group rather than feeling all alone. And, you know, a few guys on that trip we talked and, you know, they weren't the only one in that situation of how they were feeling. So I think it's a really good thing that we can look at as definitely, well. It's definitely mm. a good outlet for people to, you know, get out there. It's therapeutic. Fishing is just about everyone getting out and getting together and enjoying their time together. On that too, I mean, I'm very well aware that it's a... a Highly male orientated sport. Um, not too many of us chicks. So I've discussed with Chad as well that if we did have one of those mental health weekends, I'm happy to do everything behind the scenes. But if it meant um, people, not people opening out. up more, if 
I wasn't there per se. Um, I'm happy to step back and, and chat and actually take the stage for the and go on the actual camp himself. Um, and I'd just do all the behind the scenes stuff because if me being there stops one person from opening up, I don't want that to ever happen. Mm. And look, um, from a, a Yakona's point of view, it's definitely a space we want to explore a little bit more of. I know for a fact that Queensland, we've done about five Yakona's mental health weekends now. Um, a lot of it revolves around men's health because predominantly, you know, um, it is a very touchy subject out there. A lot of men are uncomfortable talking about certain problems, you know, in front of females and we get that. Um, but from the weekends we've had, you know, the members have come away with a lot of understanding. They've been able to open up their personal problems. We've had guest speakers from the groups who have gone through their own issues, talk to the members, you know, about what they went through, about what worked for them. Um, and it's something I'm very passionate about is mental health um, out there. So, yeah, it's definitely a space where we're going to work on, guys, and I hope that we can take what we've done here in Queensland and replicate that across the country in the States. But not only that, not just men's health, I do want to look at doing some women's health weekends as well. Um, not something typically, you know, kayak fishing groups would do, but as a community, I think it's very, very important to us and to our members um, and like I said, something I'm passionate in. So, yeah, it's a space we're going to explore. So, uh, yeah, keep your eyes open. There's some, there's some things in the world. And, and I think, Nikki, too, you saying about, like, you're, you're not in the minority, so to speak, of being a female fisher, um, more and more that's changing. Like my partner, we, ha we have a Hobie Outback that she goes out in and, you know, she's been getting involved a lot more this year and talking about coming to a Yakuna's event because she's in that perspective. She's still learning and I'm teaching her as we go. But... You know, we've even got a pro staff member that we've got a female pro staff member. You know, it's more and more it's becoming a regular thing to see females getting involved more now with the fishing side and the kayak fishing side especially. So, you know, any of the females out there that are in SA, reach out to Nikki. She'll talk you through it and, you know, might end up with a bit of a female team against the boys to try and give them a run That'd as well. So, <laughs> Always up for competition. Yeah, so... <laughs> Perfect. So what we might do, just for the guys watching, I've got your questions there, so I will run back to them at the end. Um, so don't think I've missed them. I've got them saved aside. So we might move over to Tassie, um, and we'll go through just where you guys are at and where you're going from. Uh, talk about how the area's been fishing and laws or techniques that might be working in that area for you guys. Yeah, well, um, I've never actually fished down there, so this is the first time for me fishing the Derwent, so... Uh, I don't really have a lot of information for everybody. Um, I know Cam has made his own uh, muscle lures and he's been doing all right with them there. So I'd highly recommend to get in contact with him to get some muscles. Um, that's going to be my go-to to start with. Um, other than that, I sort of don't have a lot sort of to give. Um, we plan on staying at the Mount Faulkner Scout Hall. Um, I've been in contact with them and they've allowed us to stay in the hall. So um, that saves camping in our uh, temperatures down here at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it should be a good weekend. Okay. Yeah, so basically for the guys um, that may not have fished for Brim, again, back to what John was covering off, you know, listen to what John said. Some of those techniques in the Derwent will probably work very similar. Um, even if you guys that may not fish for Brim in Tassie, um, have a listen to the audio from the chat that we did in Vic with Paul Mallow. 
He'll give you some tips as a three lures in there and he covers off. That's really detailed information that you can transfer to any fishery. We use them everywhere we go. So, you know, try to sort of do a bit of research and hit up YouTube, uh, ask the questions, guys, because so the info will be somewhere. So have you seen any of the fishing reports for the Derwent lately? Have you seen anything about Brim and the fishing reports locally? Um, not a lot. Like, uh, only from Cam himself, um, a couple of videos that he's done. Um, yeah, so it's, it, I, there's not a lot of information out there down here for it. So Yeah. Yeah, no, I think the it's... recommendation um, is for the black brim down here is just slow down. Yeah. Uh, everything's a lot slower, so just slow right down. Um, pause when you think you've paused long enough, wait a bit longer. Mm. Yeah, I'll look, I'll, I'll give a bit of perspective from Ben River the other week. The water temperature was down. It was really windy and blowy. And one of the things that I noticed on a subsurface lure was I actually got hit on the pause and I'd left it for about 30, 40 seconds. I was getting my drink bottle out to have a drink and all of a sudden the rod bent over. So that pause in the colder weather, especially for black brim, is super important to make mm. sure it gives them the time to settle. And one of the key things that I now do and I never used to do was cast your lure out and wait for the rings to go away from the lure completely. Sometimes those rings can be almost like an alarm to the fish sitting on the snags nearby and it sets off like an alarm to what was that and they will turn and look and that enough time will go that that pause is enough to get the fish to chase that lure and i'm with vic being sort of similar i'm guessing to taz that it would be a similar sort of thing with the cold weather to let that go so yeah for sure definitely all right so from here what we might so oh sorry um have you guys got any social or camping trips that you're planning or thinking of running towards the end of the year uh, normally we do a winter one we haven't sort of talked about it yet but um i'd would say that we'll do something maybe June, maybe July for a winter comp. Uh, normally at St Helens, I'm assuming we'll do that again. Normally yep. we do a multi-species. St Helens has a lot of different species in the bay there, so we'll do a, uh, a bit of a challenge for all different species. Yeah, yep. okay. competition, just socially. Yeah. Yep. All right, so what we might do... Um, Mad Dog, have you got anything you want to add while we're going through this if you can hear me hey mate yeah i can hear you you hear me yep you can hear me yeah i can hear you mate so have you got anything you want to add before we sort of open this up guys to questions just mad dog you got nothing you want to add sorry guys excuse uh, me because I, I don't I know everyone's name so most, most of it um i mean i've obviously been around the queensland side for about four or five years now so you know i sort of stepped up in the roles thanks to libby and dom and stuff but uh yeah, we're going to be going good with Paris Point. We've been there once before. We've had some success out there. Um, so I feel it's going to be a good round. And we got a lot of people that uh, love to target the brim down there. So um, we're kicking off, I think, from memory off the coast. We're going to start around 6.30. So get off the water a little bit earlier. But um, no, otherwise, we're really, really looking forward to this event. And hopefully we can drive a few more numbers up. Yeah, no, the numbers going up will be good. And... It makes it better for everyone. The more we go, the more people around it. So, yeah, definitely. So, Lippy, um, this one's aimed at you. This question, I think, through a bit of an explanation. Uh, pity was it? Yeah, so, g'day guys. Just wondering if someone could explain what a premium package gets you as a member and what does the money go towards? Cheers, guys. Premium package. So when that comes out, obviously, um, like we said, we are not quite finished our members package yet, but we'll jump into it. 
So the premium package gets you the top of line stuff. That is all the features, including our brand new fish finder platform. Um, the premium members will get access to a VIP draw as well. So once a year, we will take all the premium members, put your names in a barrel, give it a nice spin, um, and we will be giving away a, a kayak once a year to a premium member. Now those kayaks will range in value, depending on how many members come through the program and the level of support we're getting um, from these kayak companies. And look, what I would love to see down the track, if you're listening, Hobie, this one's aimed at you, chuck us a PA or a 360 um, so we can give it away to the members, okay? You guys make fantastic kayaks. Come on, jump on, throw us a support. Um, so look, guys, I would really love to see us give out a, a PA at least once a year to a member that deserves it. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna keep poking you, Hobie, until you throw kayaks out of speed. <laughs> yeah, you might have to get into place. Sunset Hobie up there for yeah, give him a bit no, more of a poke no, to get no. on to a few of the boys. Exactly, but um, yeah, guys, the premium package will basically cover everything. There's a whole bunch of features, tech, um, some really, really cool stuff. So when you are supporting yak hunters, you're supporting all these events and comps, right? You're supporting prizes, you're supporting stuff you can win. Is supporting the growth of our community. Um, everything we have doesn't just come out of thin air. The prizes for your competitions come from entry fee. Okay, there are a lot of costs associated with running a community right across Australia, as you can imagine. Um, and look, no one draws a wage from our community. Okay, what a lot of what you are seeing is people putting in their time outside of their families, outside of their businesses, to bring you guys a community. That is a lot of hard work. So the more you support the events, the more you support Yak Hunters, the more we can support you guys in return. New gear, new tech, prizes, upgrades, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, um, like I said, the members program isn't quite ready yet. It's very, very close. Um, but when it is, the premium package is pretty solid, guys. For what you're paying per month, there's a stack of features and the chance to win hopefully a hobby <laughs> each year so uh yeah i'll keep you um, updated as that progresses yeah perfect um steve's covered this in the comments but yeah guys in queensland we are having a chat with the queensland guys i'm going to host a chat with steve and phil on thursday night uh, around seven o'clock we've set it for seven uh basically i'm going to get the guys to walk me through the system i've never fished it before they have they're going to walk me through from a first-timer's perspective how to fish it, explain the system to those that don't know, so it'll be a good listen to those that haven't fished the system before or have no idea what to expect, and they're going to go through some lures, techniques that worked. And, yeah, from my understanding, Steve took out the Queensland AOY last year, so he's uh, got some knowledge around that sort of style of fishing as well. So, you know, tune into that, guys. Like I said, he's, he's commented in there saying you'll discuss about the tides and stuff. But, yeah, we'll go through that in further detail, where to fish and stuff on Thursday night. Um, where are we? Has anyone else got any questions for us, guys? Maybe, Lippy, just while we're waiting, do you want to go through the level of the packages just because you've covered the premium package, how many levels there actually are, and just real briefly what's covered in those packages? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the members program is, think of it as an add-on to what we currently do. Um, so if you enjoy what we're doing at the moment, you don't want any extra features, you don't want a chance to win some extra stuff, um, just tick away. There is a free package you're offering, um, which has some very, very basic stuff, more for a personal profile for you. Um, 
then we move up to a, a sort of standard package um, which covers a lot more of our tech we've been developing behind the scenes. You get access to forums, uh, you will get access to some prizes, you get discounts as well. So what we are doing um, is tying in with sponsors, tying in with companies that support Yak Owners. Uh, and if you are part of the members program, you'll then get discounts into their stores. And look, a lot of these companies are places like, you know, your Freak Sports Australia, things like Burley Pro, all stuff that you are buying as an angler anyway, um, tackle stores. So by supporting Yak Owners, you're supporting our sponsors as well. They're offering you a discount, you're shopping at their store. And then there's this level of support that you're also saving money. If you're anything like me and you're buying millers every month, um, you know, quite a, quite a fair amount, then you're going to start saving on that as well. Um, so that's the sort of standard package. It's very affordable. It's nothing extreme. Um, and it adds a lot of value to what you get from Yakanas at the moment. Um, just a little bit more stuff. And then, obviously, we spoke about the premium package which unlocks all the top-of-the-line sort of tech that we've been developing behind the scenes and also gets you that, uh, that VIP draw in a winning a kayak each year. And look, you know, to start off with, um, we already have a kayak ready to give away. Um, I can't say what it is just yet, but for the first slot of, uh, of premium members that do come through, we've got a kayak ready to go. And look, you've got pretty good odds at winning that. Um, I can't... I don't know how much exactly we'll, we'll join up straight away, but you're in with a pretty solid chance to take away a kayak and probably make 10, 25 of your, uh, your bucks over the years anyway. So, yeah, there's, um, there are a few packages. And like I said, they are on top of what we currently do. So everything else we're doing in the groups, the fish of the month, all the free online competitions, you can do that for free, okay? That's no dramas. If you do want to add some extra value to what you've got, if you want to support yak hunters, and that's where you look at the uh, the members packages. But yeah, they're um they're not too far away. So very very simple. yeah, perfect. So this one's probably uh, more for you, Ty. Queensland comp question: Any chance amateurs classes bag limit could be two instead of three? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I know we did it in Vic this year. We put amateur down to two, and um, pro class was three, just to make it a little bit easier. But we did have a lot of um, juniors that were interested, so we tried to make it a bit more enticing for the juniors. Yeah, okay. Well, so, I think something, we something you probably got to talk about as a group, as a Queensland admin group, but yeah. Yeah, we'll have a chat about that. Yeah, definitely. I agree, Tyler. Let's, let's have a chat about it in the chat and we'll, we'll work it out. Uh, that's going to be best for our members. So there you go, guys. Yeah, and for those that are watching, this is why we're doing this chat, guys. You guys can get in and ask some questions and we can look at things. If you don't ask a question, you don't know what's going to happen. So, Cheers, Erica, for uh, that question. We'll, we'll uh, get an answer for you and um, we'll put it up on the page or, or even when Steve talk, does his talk, we'll be able to let him know then. Yeah, perfect. All right. So John Curry, has the launch point for New South Wales Round 3 been determined yet? Round three. Now, round yeah. three is going to be down at St George's Basin. No, it hasn't, um, is the answer to that question. But once round two has been completed, keep an eye on the page and uh, and all of the pertinent information will, for round three will be posted. Perfect. 
Now. Yeah, look, and that's the thing, guys. What some of us, what we've got to do is we actually look at the time of the year, the weather, the forecast, how they're fishing. We want to get you guys on fish. We don't want to go to an area and the fish be on the complete opposite end of the system, and make you guys have to travel. So, just keep in mind, yep. we do sometimes change things at the last minute. There is a reason for it, um, and most of the time, it's around benefiting the members and trying to get them out and enjoy the water and enjoy the the day and the comp a lot more. Uh, and not make it as hard for you guys. So just remember that. But yeah, John will update that as it goes through and keep an eye on that system yeah, as well. Right. If anyone um, remembers the 2019 competition, um, you know, that I think we had 50 or 60 kilometre winds on the day and we had to divert and launch in St George's Basin, which worried a number of people. But there were so many flathead caught that day. It wasn't funny, including a couple of really big ones. But, you know, it's um, it'll be made, the decision will be made keeping the members in mind and following the usual um, formula of looking for good camping and cabin accommodation, decent amenities and proximity to the water. So we'll keep you posted. Yeah. Uh, Neil Palmer, one for you, Lippy. Do you see the live Yak Hunters app returning at any time in the future? I know it was a bit clunky, but it was great fun watching the leaderboard whilst in a competition and fish live whilst on the water. Yeah, look, um, the app, I, it was something I enjoyed as well. Um, I did enjoy watching the live leaderboard and, you know, coming up to the, the last hour of the comps and we'd close it off and then there was always this mystery of did someone outfish first place in the last hour. So I, I really enjoyed it. Um, look, will it come back? Um, I hope so. I would. I will definitely put in a vote for it. Um, I know some of the members, some of the admins didn't find it popular for the fact that you know, it was a little bit clunky, particularly in areas where there was no reception. Um, yeah. And look, a lot of the dams, a lot of the places we do fish around the country, there are areas where it's very patchy reception. So, you know, we, we tried to mitigate the problems of if someone gets a fish and they upload it and it goes missing because of reception and there's a delay and we got to check the phones. And so it, it had pros and cons. Um, Look, ideally, if we can fix all that in the future, um, you know, we get more to throw into tech, absolutely. I would love to see that um, live leaderboard update come back. Um, but for the moment, yeah, we are relying on the manual weigh-ins. Um, so, yeah, to answer your question, I hope so, Neil. I hope um, down the track we can bring it back in because I really enjoyed watching the live leaderboard. And what I re really like to do down the track is almost televise the results to the series page so viewers can tune in live as well and just see where anglers are sitting, how they're placing during the day, um, what the biggest fish in that court is. So something we're looking at working on in the future. Uh, we just need to upgrade our tech a little bit and, yeah, we'll get there eventually. Yeah, I know in Vic it was um, hard. We had a couple of systems that the reception was really in and out and dodgy and it made it difficult and... Uh, but at the same time, it was a little bit exciting because as soon as someone would go to a certain area and get some reception, all of a sudden there'd be 10 fish entered and you'd go from second or third place down to 10th. And yeah, it was, it, but it was still, it was, it was good to have a live leaderboard. I'll admit I enjoyed that side of it. So, uh, okay. So Brendan Moretta has asked, will we get to a time where each state can pick the dates for the comps? to best fish each round um he's a victorian guy i think that's more aimed for a sort of victoria because victoria's weather is very different to some of the other states we've found and um yeah we can literally have four seasons in a day 
Um, so I think what he's sort of trying to ask, and it's been asked to us before, is will we get to a point where instead of every state having their their comp on the same weekend, will it be to a point where we might have Vic on one weekend and SA on another? That's probably one for you there, Lippy. Yeah, I mean, the fine line of questions. Oh. <laughs> when he's asking the hard questions, mate. I was going to say, was is the, the tournament director and he's not here. I know. I've taken all his, all his thunder off him. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, look, it's a possibility, right? Anything is a possibility. Um, on, for us from Yakunas, we really want to see you guys, the anglers, having the best experience. Um, and if that means changing weekends so the weather suits better or the fish bite suits better, then absolutely, it's something we'll consider. As you've seen in the last two years, we are very adaptable with our competition format. You would have seen through COVID when we couldn't have meetups, you know, and, and specific launch points for risk purposes. We then went to the use of the app. We had um, staggered launches, you know, you could launch anywhere. Um, so we are adaptable to that. But look, at the end of the day, we do want to see you guys having the best experience. Um, and we can only do that by your feedback. So by putting comments through like that, getting through the admin team going, hey guys, could we do this? You know, have you thought of this? That's stuff that we absolutely want to hear from you guys because we always look to improve our events for you guys, the competitors. So if you do have ideas like that, throw them through. But yeah, it's definitely something we can look at down the track. Yeah, right, perfect. Um, guys, do you have any more sort of questions? There's a lot of comments coming through. <laughs> People are liking the way things are. Uh, Steve loves the way the scaling of the points is here. For the placing, it should make an interesting series a great improvement. I'll agree with that. I think um, for a more fun experience, I think the point system and the scaling this year is going to be a bit more bit more open and it can change the board very quickly rather than, you know, you don't have to place on an event. You have to now be more consistent. If you place on an event, you're going to do well. But that scaling of the points makes a big difference this year. For the guys that haven't read the rules, you'll see in there there's um, the the way the points are awarded for a placing now is very different uh, and you get a lot more points for not necessarily winning an event. So, yeah. Is there anything else from anyone that's watching at the moment that I we can go through? I did see a comment there by Sean from Queensland, Queensland He's um, asked about, is there anywhere that we can't fish? Uh, look, Sean, we'll, uh, we'll put up a boundary, mate. There will be a boundary in place. As with most states, we will have a boundary in a certain area that you won't be able to cross due to uh, boat traffic or whatever it is. Maybe for safety reasons, um, I'll do up a map at some stage between now and next week, mate, and I'll post up a launch point, and I'll also do a where area is out of bounds. So stay tuned to the page, mate, on the Queensland page, and I'll, uh, I'll have that posted up hopefully by uh, sometime next week. Perfect. Um, so another one for here, Lippy. This year, any possibility any state will break the record on entries again? I think anyone can answer this one. It's a, something we hope will happen. Yeah, we, we certainly hope so. Um, I think New South Wales are probably the running to do that. They have been getting some cracking numbers, the boys down south. So hats off to John. Uh, was up and the team down there for the work you guys do in New South Wales. But, um, yeah, look, anything can happen. Um, I guess the best thing to do if you are a competitor is get your mates in. Hey, you know, tell your mates, boys, I'm, I'm loving these comps. They're a bunch of fun. I mean, getting out there and, and watching 80-plus kayaks launch beside you is 
a phenomenal site. Um, it really is. So, you know, if you want to see more entrants in at your comps, get out there and spread the word. Get your mates involved. I like having a laugh with your mate on the water, you know, little fish off. So, yeah, look, I really hope that this year we can see those numbers swell, particularly now that COVID has all sort of settled down. Fingers crossed it doesn't come back. And we're starting to see people come back into these comps again, um, more so in numbers than we had when the COVID was on. So, yeah, look, um, definitely, I think it's a possibility. Get out there, get your mates along, uh, and let's all have fun together in a big group. So, yeah, for sure. Yep. And the guys that are on the fence, I did a bit of an interview with the guy who won the uh, Pro for Vic at the round one to give you guys just a bit of an outline. Archie and me had a chat. I've recorded. I'm going to do a bit of a, a, a podcast sort of set up with that so that people can hear it. But he won Pro on a $300 kayak with cheap gear from BCF, no sounder, and two rods on and a handful of lures. So anything can happen. You don't have to go and spend... $5,000 on a PA-14 to enter any of the Yakana comps. His was just a hand-paddled kayak, very, very basic. Um, and he got in and had a great time. And he lived out East Gippsland way, so he came to where ours is, for those that don't understand it, from East Gippsland to where our round two is, is a fair distance. You're talking seven to 10 hours drive, depending on where you're coming from. Uh, he's messaged me tonight, Archie did, and I did get your message, Archie. You're, he's coming down to our round two. Him and his son had such a great time and got along with all the guys and enjoyed getting in and getting around it that they're coming down. So that helps too, guys, the more you get involved. So Another one there for you, Lippy. Can you buy green camo leggings to match the camo shirt that you've got? Yeah, look, we have had a few requests um, for the green camo leggings to match the shirts. Um, and yes, I'm working on it. We are looking at bringing out a, a new range of the leggings. Um, they are fantastic. We've put a lot of work and design in them, and I'm sure a lot of anglers out there will know how good they are, particularly for your sun protection. They're quick dry, nice and stretchy, nice and comfortable. Um, yeah, and we want to start sort of colour coding or matching the patterns of shirts we have already, particularly the camo colours with the leggings so yeah look um there will be it's in the works um i know camo has been a bit of a theme for you boys and girls out there so yeah we are looking at um yeah doing some camo leggings as well not only that um we do like to design stuff at yakunas for kayak fishers but particularly for our community as well so if you have any ideas of new colors new designs you'd like to see for shirts leggings hats etc um, flick it to us if you've found a cool pattern or you have an idea of something we can make by all means we'll do our best to make it um, we do make this stuff for you guys so yeah if you do have any ideas throw them at us we're more than happy to uh, to put it to the design team I'll throw one at you right now Lippy waterproof socks we've go. talked about it already <laughs> Ooh, I love my waterproof socks <laughs> I, was, I love the waterproof socks mate I want some come on yeah all right yeah okay leave it with me <laughs> Queensland question is the launch point for Queensland the same as previous years yeah so with Paradise Point we're, we're doing the same launch point it just uh, it works well from previous comps and it's the same place as last time so definitely 100% perfect um, Brenda Moretta again wants to know or has said we need some more two day comps can we try and do maybe some more two day comps um I think it's something we've talked about in the past and it's, um, again, 
trying to find the time and fit it in throughout the year and we do try and host a lot more it might be something we look at for next year and we all have a discussion about but definitely something that we can um have a chat about uh so erica mitchell queensland when will we get a list of entrants who have entered for this round like to suss the competition <laughs> so i think the boys will get that the week after the entries close on the sunday one of the boys might be able to do up a list for the guys up there yeah definitely i think once we get the numbers once retro retro closes we'll um we'll post up for next week erica so we'll let everyone know um it's been a thing we did re again previously that has worked out well people like to see who's entered in the competitions and i uh, get the excitement up for the actual day which i'm sure like myself everyone's getting pretty excited for so yeah we'll get that out to you next week so here's another one from brett um and this one is actually something that's probably similar to what we talked about with Brendan earlier on, but any thoughts on staging the comps uh, days, tournaments, so we can travel interstate to the other competition? So I think what he's trying to sort of say is stagger the weekend so you could fish a Vic, an SA, and maybe a New South Wales comp in the same month. That one's another one for you there, Lippy. Um, is he fished the same round or...? No, so I think what he's trying to say is what would be the possibility of us running Vic, say, this weekend, New South Wales next weekend, SA the weekend after that, so I could fish the Vic, the New South, and the SA comp rather than just fish the Vic comp in my state? Okay, but it would all be round two, correct? Yes, yes. I'm guessing he's yeah. saying round two, whereas I think it doesn't work for us because of the national... We've moved to a national comp rather than a state comp, so it clashes. Um, it would make it very difficult, I think, You'd have to nearly work it so that if you fish the comp, you weren't eligible for points for national AOY. It would make it a bit yeah, confusing. Yeah, that's the only thing. Because it is the same, um, technically the same round nationally, if yeah. you did that, then you would basically be entering round two four times. You'd have four different chances at, uh, at the points and the prizes. Um, so I, I get what you're saying. But there is definitely a possibility for you to fish um, separate rounds. So round three, you could by all means go to, say, Victoria or South Australia. Round four, you could travel to Queensland. Um, if you do fish separate locations, they still count towards your national points. So, yeah, we've had people, I think we've got um, one of the guys from New South Wales fishing Queensland uh, round two up here this time. Uh, so there have been a few guys that have travelled interstate to fish um, different events outside their location. But basically, you can only enter one uh, round once so if you're going to do round two you have to pick where you want to do it uh, round three you can pick somewhere else if that makes sense yeah so there you go so you can go to another state to fish around because we're a national competition so you don't necessarily have to be you could be a victorian and fish new south wales round two and then come back and fish round three and four in vic so at, at, i think sorry John's to in, interrupt there matthew just to answer a question that you asked before um, yep, from Adam. You have just commented to confirm that there is a $250 gift voucher to fishing.com.au if you win the comp on the River to Sea Baby Vibes. So I think to demonstrate that, you're probably going to need to leave the lure in its mouth when you catch the, when you take the photo on your brag mat. We're able yep. to do it. But um, yeah, great prize on offer there, fishing.com.au. Yeah, and I think uh, Adam might be getting a few orders this week now with that going on there as well, <laughs> with a few broom rounds. So. Um, 
we'll start to wrap this up, guys, but we'll go through it. Another one for you, John, while you're there. Any thoughts on Clarence River and New South Wales comp in the future? We have a solid brim bass there. We're here. Yeah, so. look, I think it's, it's definitely somewhere we could go for a social. I, I fish there a bit because I go up that way for work. The only, um, the only consideration from a series perspective is that, like I've kind of touched on before, we have a bit of a criteria that we try and follow, and part of that is looking after the member base, a large part of which come from the Sydney area, a large part come from New South Wales, and these days they're all around the place, but as a general rule, we try and keep our locations within that proximity of the Hunter region and the Sydney region, with uh, every couple of years we'll hold a comp a little bit further north, somewhere like Foster, which we went to last year, quite a little bit further south, somewhere like St George's Basin, and then we've got the dams, which are generally west of all of those areas. So, um, 100%, I, you know, we can certainly look at a social or maybe a, a men's mental health weekend or something like that up at the Clarence. But, yeah, great place. I love it up there. It's a good suggestion. Yeah, perfect. Andy, I've got a question to the uh, to the viewers. Just um, in terms of the, the format, guys, for everyone out there watching, um, so obviously this year we have brought back our, our amateur and pro classes so that there's a little bit of separation in terms of the skill of anglers. So you can pit it against um, you know, anglers around your skill level and you're not outfished um, you know, by the gun anglers. How is everyone out there finding um, the two separate classes of pro and amateur? I guess if you're enjoying the format, chuck a one in the comments so that we know um, we'll keep rolling on with that you know, and we'll give you guys those separate classes to... Uh, to choose which one you, you want to suit best. So yeah, if you do enjoy the uh, the pro and the uh, the amateur class division guys, the separations, chuck a one in the comments, let us know, and uh, we'll make sure that keeps happening um, for, the, for the upcoming series ahead. Perfect, so there you go, guys. That, that's gonna uh, make my chat stream go ballistic, but we'll be right. Um, <laughs> scroll through. Um, so to add on that, is there any of the other admins got anything they want to add or any questions out to members, anything you guys want some feedback on? Just touching on um, competing in different rounds. We've actually got a Victorian member coming over in round three to compete in South Australia. So they would just nominate SA for their point. I am. I'm, uh, I'm coming down for round four. Is a, uh, a joint event from, from South Australia and Victoria. Um, so I'll be making the long road trip down to meet everyone from uh, SA in Victoria for their combined round of round four. So really exciting to um, to seeing all you guys. There's a lot of you I haven't met um, down south. So part of my plan this year was to travel to, uh, to different events and uh, get a chance to meet the, the teams and meet um, the anglers on the ground. So. Yeah, for those in South Australia and Victoria, if you are coming around for, really looking forward to uh, to seeing you guys out there and, and having a fish with you all over the weekend, bringing some Queensland down south. <laughs> we might might have to have a little bit of friendly uh, competition with you, Lippy, if you're not careful. We might put a bounty yeah. on your head and see you can outfish it for the weekend. Um, no, he's a bit and, out there with paintball guns shooting at me. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's been suggested already to all the admins. I'm, I'm out on that one, so... Um, and to the guys that are coming to that from SA and Vic, I've had a bit of a chat with Chad but and a few of the Vic guys. I'm actually going to try and tee up. I'll be there a couple of days before. I'll be leaving probably Sunday night, maybe Monday morning. But on that Saturday after the comp, 
in the afternoon for the guys that are interested i actually do fish down there a little bit so if you bring a, a medium-sized rod along and you are interested i will put it out there beforehand but if you want to come out for a jewfish more than happy for the guys to come out um it's an interesting setup you generally will find them sitting on the bottom and you'll just fish them with large soft plastics uh but they are good fun and a bit of social fun as well so for anyone that's interested keep an eye out and we'll try and do that so <laughs> so i suppose that's pretty much has anyone else got anything to add john no no everyone's shaking their heads cool no right, so i mean other than thanking everybody for being a part of tonight thanks for everybody who's listened in and um and contributed with your questions matthew thank you for for organizing tonight and to all the admin team and yeah, guys, to, to the New South Wales listeners, I just want to encourage you, or to all the listeners who haven't yet entered or might be sitting on the fence, jump on board. You, you know, we, we can't stress enough what a good, fun social event that these competitions are. You know, if you're by yourself, you will make friends. If you're nervous about how you're going to fish, you will get advice. It's um, I haven't spoken to anybody who's entered a Yak Hunters event and regretted it. They might be out there, but... Um, but, you know, come along. We really hope to see you there on the day. Perfect. I think that's a great thing to finish off with. Um, and look, guys, the other one I'll add to that is me and Lippy have been talking a little bit about it, but we've started trying to do some yak chats across all the states. Um, we've got a few people lined up to do some chats, even some interviewing. Some will be live streamed. Some will just be a recorded chat. Um, if there's someone that you guys are interested in or someone that you think would be popular to a certain area to a certain round even uh reach out and we'll we'll have a chat and we'll go through that uh we'll record it we'll put it out i've now got it out on spotify apple Podcasts, google podcasts so it's out on all the platforms for you guys to listen to while you're at the gym driving to work or if you're like me and a truck driver and driving around all day you can listen to it in the truck so uh i'm trying to build on that and i do have a lot of people and i might even hit up john at some point and we'll have a chat with john on brim and stuff around Yellow Fin Brim and New South Wales Brim. I'm doing Thursday, obviously, the Brim Talk Night with the guys up there in Queensland. So anything at all, we can go basic, we can do soft plastics, we can go through rods. I'm happy to do anything and I'm happy to search for people as well. Some may not be super well known, but they might be very knowledgeable people that you haven't heard of. So get around it, guys. If you enjoy it and you support it, I'll, I'm happy to do more of it. It will be sort of at my own time frame. I won't be doing them every week uh, due to work. So I'll be doing them as I can and trying to get, I'm going to try to get one to two out a month minimum. So we'll see how we go and see what we can grow it to. And yeah, hopefully you guys get around it and enjoy it and give us some feedback. You know, all feedback's welcome. So too easy. Okay, I don't think there's any, no, that's it. All right, guys. Thanks everyone for getting involved tonight. I appreciate it. I know Lippy appreciates it, and hopefully the members did as well. So, too easy. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Thanks guys. I appreciate your time. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Thanks everyone Matt. for doing Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks too easy, guys. This time, oh! Egyptologists are in search of the secrets of the Africa.